Check, check. 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 Final check. Welcome back to the Beta Den. What is up, Evan? How's it going, Lee? Uh, good, good. Uh, out of my element. Brand new things. Let's bring it to the table. I'm out of my element. <laughs> Brand new things happening yeah. right now. Um, Where are we? We're not in a den. We're not in a den. Um, we're still in like an isolated, semi-creepy place. Yeah, like I said, really? I feel like I don't belong here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but on location. We are at Bald Birds Brewing Company. In Audubon, Pennsylvania. Yep. We made uh, it outside of the dens. That's right. Our first <laughs> out of the house. They let us out. I don't know why. The wives said okay. That was a big thing. Corinne had to actually come pick up the kid here. <laughs> yeah, there was logistics involved. Probably going to catch some shit when I get home. We made that. it work. <laughs> but uh, what's, a yeah. day, what's a day or two this in the doghouse? This is obviously really, really important. Obviously. Most important thing in the world. That for us to be here. Yeah. What's more important than this? So we're not only at our first location, but we're going to uh, actually have a guest today. First all around. Yeah. Um, the, should, dare I say, head brewer? You should dare. He's, he's nodding. <laughs> you should dare. At the, yeah, dare it. At said <laughs> brewing company. Uh, why don't you introduce, introduce yourself, Pat? My name is Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the head brewer at Bald Birds Brewing Company. Thanks Sweet. for having me. Awesome. Of course. Thanks for thanks for doing this. A man that knows a lot more about beer than I do. Yeah. We, so we were saying. Um, oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would actually be. Yeah. Well, it would be bad if you didn't, but. Lee's admittedly walking in here saying he knows nothing. Yeah. And I'm admittedly walking in here being like, I'm supposed to know more than I do. I tried for, to do like a little time. That I tried to do a little research. <laughs> found out about like mouth feels. Some mouth and feels. things like Ooh. that. Like I, yeah. But it was, there's a lot of information on beer out there. It's a lot um, of mouth stuff. Yeah. A lot of it's mouth based. Yeah. I'm good with the oral. <laughs> I'd hate to go to a, uh, <laughs> Establishment that was interested in a different <laughs> orifice form of ingestion <laughs> of <laughs> yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. I think you. Uh, there you go. It's very <laughs> important when you uh, try your beers. Stick your fingers in first. Get a little Finger, splashy, splashy. Finger not feels not just mouth feel. Yeah, touch right. feel. Touch yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. So does the oil on your hands and grime like react <laughs> with? Yeah, it, it, it diffuses through the air and up into your. That's uh, what I thought senses all right so i've been doing it right by just like sticking my hand in the cup and put dragging your whole, the put your the whole hand in the glass yeah yeah, yeah. that's okay. it all right all right good the next beer now that we've got that good. out of the way guys i'm glad <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're, you're in the clear least. okay cool i feel yeah i already feel like i, I learned something yeah. yeah yeah the trip was worth it that's why i keep the extra napkin in my back pocket to dry off my <laughs> hand after i stick my hand in my beer Perfect. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. It was good having you. All right, he's walking out. Bye. You can always expect this caliber of, uh, you know, professionalism for a, a Beta Den I gl podcast. I'm glad we locked him down. <laughs> yeah, no, that was for tough. this. Okay. Couldn't have got there any other way. Uh, but no, that's that's really why we have you in here. Um, we in our first season made sure to do a what are we drinking segment. What and, are we uh, drinking? The, the attention to detail was lackluster. Um, it was more to, like to this is least, beer, like, this uh, is good, right. and this is bad. I like this. Yeah, it's carbonated. And we really just had one that was like untolerable. 
We had one that was intolerable. Other yeah. than that, I was but just I drinking know. beer. So now is we're it, getting into it. Is it weird like, to talk shit about a beer to a brewer? Like, is that is that bad? Uh, is that bad form? Depends on the beer. Depends on the beer. I, I wasn't naming names. I was. <laughs> we straight up annihilated it. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. Yeah, it tasted okay. like way too much peanut butter. Yeah. It was just like peanut butter water. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we don't. We don't have to badmouth another thing. Uh, what we do have is the number one beer from last season, the Hall of Famer. My boy. Was Color Trails. Yeah. I've been drinking a lot of this. Yeah. I've been bringing you a lot. Yeah. It's good. Making it's a good point. stuff. Keeping you drunk. Um, but yeah, maybe we can get more of a background into this beer. I think that's because it's right. our, our only Hall of, Fair, Fa- Hall fame? of fame. Words <laughs> are hard, people. Words are very tough. Um, beer. So I think understanding it would be a good thing. So we'll get we'll talk about this beer. Uh, we'll do a little Q and A with Pat, and then uh, he's actually going to walk us through a flight. At the end of it, we're doing this episode as another "What are we drinking?" tournament. What are um, we so we'll drinking? Just do a flight board with Patty, and then uh, I just called you Patty. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'm g- <laughs> right. And then yeah, we'll, good we'll give it our official beta den rating yeah. and all that good stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I mean. Should we? Uh, we should probably crack the spear first. Yeah, we should do that. We can get. Do that. uh, That's a great idea. Get going. That's how most things start. And we'll probably sound better if you at home crack a beer too. This will be more entertaining. Oh. That's a good beer. I know it's so good. Is it? Is it still <laughs> the? Uh, still as good as the first time. For it you? is always. It's every time it. Every time it still pops. Every time. So I guess. Thinking about this beer specifically, like what what goes into when you hit the drawing board? Like what do you is did this come out how you planned? Did you have an idea of your head? How do you how do you go about the process? Yeah, so this one is a little lower alcohol than most of the hazy stuff we do. It's only five and a half percent. We we market it as a hazy pale ale. The difference between a hazy pale ale and like a lower ABV IPA is not a lot. I had originally made the mistake of calling it a New England IPA when we were talking about it uh, last time and had to correct myself. See, it's I actually still a hazy pale. wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. It's I mean, maybe taste-wise I would if you explained it to me, but like explanation-wise I have no idea. <laughs> There's not really a difference. Not too okay. much. Yeah. Yeah, it's just – it's really what the brewer wants to name it. We stuck with hazy pale ale. Um but it is very hoppy. It's hoppy like a New England. Um, for this beer in particular, I wanted to make something that it was a little lower alcohol, a little easier drinking, but I still wanted a lot of flavor. I still wanted that big New England IPA flavor. Um, <clears throat> so I was able to get the malt profile in line with a 5.5% beer. I wanted to have a little bit extra body, sometimes a lighter stuff gets a little thin okay light body i wanted this to have a little bit more of a medium like new england ipa so like a fuller fuller feel yeah and it's very heavily dry hopped with lemon drop mosaic and citra so that heavy dry hopping is going to give you that big hop aroma and when you say dry hopping how is that different from so dry hopping is when you add hops um, in the fermenter. Okay. Either while it's fermenting or after it's fermenting. See, I learned that. 
You looked that in up my today. own research. That's like the only information I pulled out <laughs> and retained. So now yeah. that we exceeded that, everything else from now on is new information. Well, basically, Lee just corroborated that you are correct. We had to make sure Lee basically just fact checked you. Yeah, so Google like, fact right, checked you. Yeah. Thank, thank You're you. welcome. Lee facts. <laughs> Lee facts. Uh, they're they're important. Sorry. Uh, um, yeah. So, okay, you're trying to make it lower ABV, so more drinkable, but still not have to sacrifice a fuller, tastier beer. Correct. I, I guess is what I'm getting from you. Yep. Cool. And how'd you come up with, like, the flavor profile? I think uh, mint is included in this, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, <laughs> correct. Um, it's not brewed with mint, uh-huh. but uh, I really wanted to showcase lemon drop hop. And lemon drop is... It's very citrusy, but also does carry a, like a hint of mint, and it's a little herbal too. Like I get almost like a rosemary or sage type of flavor. So that was that was all from the hop. It wasn't necessarily like uh, additive flavor flavoring you did. Correct. Yeah, all that's coming from the hops, which is really wow. Impressive. Yeah, it's really I, impressive I would have never me. thought yeah. that. No, I. <coughs> I'm, like I said, all this stuff. Like I, I, I'm talking some information. Uh huh. It completely completely fascinates me the fact that like depending on the region you get your hops and like I found out about how there was hop shortages at some point or in like you know early craft brewings and I'm sure it's still now too but does it it's, does it's that like happen to it's you really like often what is that the hop like, like do you have like a shortage like in a particular type of hop that you're trying to get not right now it's it affects the price more than the availability okay. for most hops. Um, there's a lot of hops that are getting. Um, what's the best way to put this? Like hops get sold to breweries all the time, but there's also a secondary market for hops. Okay. Breweries have more hops than they need. Um, they will reach out. So like community-wise, uh, between uh, breweries, though. Yeah. Like, okay. Isn't there? Isn't there? Um, like a dog biscuit company that uses like a what am I thinking? Dog biscuit. Yeah. Like well, c- well, I mean, you can actual use dog biscuit. Other, it doesn't just have to. I be I wouldn't for use it in a dog biscuit. <laughs> no. I mean, that might be weird, but yeah. No. no uh, I thought so it was. I thought your, you could uh, use it uh, in like other baking needs or other. I, like, again, uh, you're looking like at the. I'm the wrong person. Yeah, I don't know. Hops go in <laughs> beer, and that's all I know. Right. Um, some advice if you have any uh, homebrewer listeners. Uh-huh. Hops are very dangerous for dogs to eat. So if you're a home, we brewer, should have probably known that. <laughs> yeah, so here's here's the deal. We, you know, we're both. Uh, he also we're both like former vet techs, vet nurses. It's never come across the table though. And there's a lot of shit that we know, or that I've told people. Like a lot of people are like, you can't give your dog grapes, and like no grapes, onions, like those yeah. are all bad. Fucking Raw news. onions, yeah. Never. Raw Did potatoes. anyone ever bring up hops in? I guess because where I mean I guess it's not common or, that or like. like you know, people homebrew though. Like I guess. hops are around. I'm sure it yeah, happens. Yeah. I'm sure it happens. Hops are around. We, you, you know, you get a ton of dogs that eat weed, but I was gonna say it's probably not as common as that guy coming in. Like I don't know what he ate. Uh, I went, I went in the other room, and and now he's 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 really falling over. That's the hardest part of that job <sighs> when someone's dog eats their drugs. I'm not a fucking that, cop. I don't uh, care. Yeah, we, you know, you're not here. No one's no one's calling anybody. Just. Um, you know, just, tell just the let truth. me know. Yeah, yeah. Information is know. key. But your dog doesn't look like he ate a brownie. He ate but too. hops are bad for dogs, people. Right. We told you heard it here first. Don't first. quote me on this, but I think it, I think it causes hyperthermia in dogs. Oh, okay. fever. 
Like like yeah. chocolate maybe? I think well, so. Yeah, yeah. Like, small, yeah. Uh, was it the hype? I forget the fucking chemical. Uh, that's it's been a while now. Ch- chocolate's yeah. bad too. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so don't feed yeah. your dog hops. If you're a home brewer don't, and you got dogs, don't leave your hops laying around. It's bad news. It's good to know. Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, because we're, to- we're always like, you know, beer is technically bad, even though how many dogs you know drink beer, but... You know a lot my, of dog. I know a lot dog, of dogs that drink beer. My dog weird, is 11 years old next month, and I'd say 10 years ago, about remember when I was living in that cottage? Yeah, I had a keg party, <coughs> and it had been a long time <laughs> since I had tapped a keg, and I did a, a fucking terrible job. Or maybe it's because I threw it in the back of my my two door coupe. It was bouncing all the way home, whatever. <laughs> so it was just foam, tons of foam. But it was also like maybe a dozen people at a party so a keg is just ridiculous amount of beer uh so people just pouring their foam on the ground and my dog i think just more of like a text texture tactile tactile hayes loved it too because of steve was drinking it and she was wasted by the end of it and now if you leave if i leave my beer on the ground like if i'm doing yard work and shit uh she will party foul like fucking knock my can over (laughs) and be licking it up she's she's that guy at the party yeah just going around checking for empties, like half empties. Just <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, whether there's like a cigarette butt in the bottom of the can, yeah. she's, she's taking No, it. Hayes was an alcoholic too. <laughs> Hayes, wine, beer, he'd go for it every time. Oh, yeah. okay. What about you got two dogs? I Pat's do. got two dogs. What kind of dogs? We love dogs. Uh, we got the one tested last year. She's 62% American Staffordshire Terrier. Nice. 12% Pug, 12% Bulldog, 12% oh, like German Shorthair Pointer. Can it breathe? Yes. <laughs> okay. <She laughs> there was a lot of brachycephalic breeds in one. one uh, the tan one. Yeah. Yeah. Jules. Sounds cute as all hell. Yeah, she's nice. great. Cute pup. Yeah. She's like a mini. She's a. She looks like a pit bull, but like small, thirty-pound mini perfect. pit bull. That's yeah, she's that's awesome. the perfect dog. I, I had two pit bulls, and if anything, I would have like loved serious, to like, like yeah shrink them 60. down <laughs> by like yeah twenty twenty-five pounds. Yeah. Yeah, that would be perfect. Marge is an asshole, but she's the perfect size. Yeah. 35 pounds. Well, Winston now yeah. is... That was that dog I, I brought here complain. who shut the fuck up. Uh, yep. That one time. <laughs> yeah. Terrible idea. Um, and, and the other one? Oh, the yeah. other one, we haven't got him tested yet. Um, he kind of looks like a miniature Border Collie, but with okay. less hair. So our guess is like Border Collie Rat Terrier mix, maybe? Nice. Active. Cool. A- energy. Yeah. Active probably. dog. Also small. High He's energy. like 20 pounds. Perfect. I'm normally a big dog person. Like, I really want a wolfhound. We recently got a small, under 30-pound dog, and it's a good life. It's, yeah. a, it's a nice life. Like, they don't kick you out of bed. Right. They're not, like, hitting the back of your knees and taking you out in the kitchen. He's also just a really good dog. He is amazing. Really good I dog. I'll t- I can talk about Winston all day, but yeah. well, we shouldn't. <laughs> You're talking about beer. Well, get um, to know your brewer and their dogs, you know? You can't really get to know a guy until you ask about their dog. Well, that's part of like the brewery experience. Is like, can we get like pictures on your Instagram or something? Yeah. We will. Yeah, it's like part of the. Send, uh, we can totally. now. Advertising. It's gonna happen now. Yeah. yeah. Send us everyone some likes pictures. dog pictures. You get that dog. Like it's insta- an instant like. Uh, yeah, it's numbers. it's a. Uh, I had found an old puppy picture of one of my dogs, and she was super small. She's drinking out of a soda can. Uh, and for one of the bands I was in recently, um, I, you know, I was like, come to the show or the puppy gets it. Um, <laughs> and that one got more likes and hits and whatever. I can't say more people came to the show, but <laughs> threatening to shoot this cute pup was the way to go on social every, media. Every time. Threatening yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. livestock yeah. and but animals. In, in like a goofy way. Like, I might not mean it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. 
I named a beer here after my brother's cat. Which one was that? Hal's Hefe. Yeah, that was for that was for a cat. <laughs> yeah, if you go on a Bald Bird's Instagram Hefe and Fison? scroll down, it, like I don't know, probably back in the summer, um, there's a picture of Hal with a beer in front of him. Right. <laughs> so I guess the closest thing I can think of um, is if I'm like. I don't know, trying to write a song or if the idea comes first or the, what I want to do with it. Like, how do you, how do you decide what kind of beer you're going to make? How do you decide how you're going to go through what you want your tap list to look like? What's that process like? So in the brewery, it's a lot of it's sales based. Um, IPAs are our highest sellers by far. So we do have to dedicate a lot of our tap space to IPAs, which is great. I love hops. I'm a hop head. IPAs are some of my favorite beers, so okay, it's pretty easy for me to uh, abide by that. <laughs> it's okay, not uh, what do you have a do you have a least favorite beer that you like to make? Is that bad to say? Least <laughs> favorite beer that I like to make. Well, no, like what's your least favorite? If someone, yeah, I don't know. Is there ever a time where, so for the sake of the board, you need this beer? I think probably our uh, kettle sours. Not a huge sour? I've never been a big fan of sour beer. I, I'm i with you. I'm totally with it you. Just, and I, I'm I like, hear I've you on that. I've never been a big also fan of like sour food either. Like sour is I just do a sour sensation that I like, can't really get used to. And so I agree. Okay. Uh, like there's stuff where I get through spicy food because I can you know, get to the taste behind it. Um, but for some reason, a sour... Um, Although in a flight, in a taster, that's how I want a sour. I, mean, I can in a, enjoy in a four it in small taster. doses for sure. Yeah. Um, is is there any like beer that's it's a tougher pro- the actual process of making it? That was my question. Like, is it is more it difficult to make one beer than another? Yeah, it's definitely kettle sour. Why, um, why is, is why is that more like labor intensive or? Yeah. So most brews are a one day process. Um, Kettle souring is a two-day process because you follow all the same steps as normal. Once the beer's in the kettle and it's boiling, you have to cool it down and then pitch your bacteria. And that's what sours the beer. And it sours over The bacteria? Yeah. Lactobacillus is a bacteria that creates Mm. lactic acid, which is the sour, one of the primary sour components in a beer. Okay. So that happens overnight. So where most beer, it just boils for an hour, and then we send it to the fermenter. With kettle sour, I have to boil it briefly, cool it down, pitch the bacteria into the kettle, and then it takes 18 hours or 20 hours for it to sour. And then the next day, I pick it up, finish um, the brew, send it to the fermenter. (laughs) So just an extra... It's step, a lot of, I guess. Yeah. It's a lot of work. I yeah. can't. I don't know how. You, how many do you? Yeah. How many different ones do you have going at at once, back there? Different what? Beers. Beers. Yeah. Um. It depends. It depends on. Yeah, that's a difficult question to answer. I guess that's why anytime I've seen you here, if you're not uh, brewing in the back, it looks like you're sitting in front of like Excel or spreadsheets. <laughs> I feel like I would never be able to remember well, where I like was at. There's a lot of spreadsheets. Yeah, timing and yeah. So how much do you expect like taste to vary like in the different batches of the same beer? 
is there any room like room for error or like are you strict on like this has to taste exactly the same I guess when you're recreating beers yeah, yeah. like like how how difficult is it to get Yeah, the like same how hard is it to uh, get to My process is pretty beer. dialed in at this point and I keep notes for every batch of beer that I make. So if I'm brewing for example Color Trails again, which I have, I'll go back in my notes and see okay, I use this mash temperature. The recipe in terms of ingredients is exactly the same. I know what mash pH I'm looking for. I know what knockout gravity, knockout pH I'm looking for. And so when I like include all that into my process, it's not too difficult to replicate my results because I'm in theory should be doing everything exactly the same for each subsequent time I brew a beer. I like that question though because it's that's something I was wondering like, yeah, if you do everything exactly the same, do you expect the same result? Well, because that that's not stupid, how I but, but cook yeah, or like anything. Like I, because <laughs> Everything's well, a me and my and wife joke all the time, like, yeah. <laughs> baking is fucking impossible for me. <laughs> no matter what the measurement. Because you have to that, wait. Uh, no, it's it doesn't come out right. <laughs> like, no matter, okay, so it's it's a cup of flour, a cup of sugar, a teaspoon of oil, uh-huh. you mix it together, whatever you're going to make, you make blah, 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 blah. Right? I follow the directions. I can read. It's all there. Right. And you're supposed to get the same product every the time. The cookies that come out are not the cookies that are on the, on the recipe or, you know, or the expected product. This is making me think of the great British baking that's show. What, that's what Christy and Layla are watching right now. I'm telling you, we had this conversation as I walked out the door. Yeah. But... Th- that was my thought behind uh, that question because well, I, and it comes out different for me. You so. s- you said because uh, I think this is well yeah this is the second go around of color trails. This is not the same first batch that we had. Um, yeah, last personally, time. I forget I how much time in between. Um, do you remember when you brewed it the first time versus probably six I months do ago? Not. Yeah, I think it was something back around the summer. there. Yeah, yeah. What well, was in the summer? When and we, and I'll, when I'd we say that it, so. this tastes like color trails to me. Yeah. Like it's not. Reliable. Yeah. Thank they're, you, Pat. They're, <laughs> thanks, Pat. <laughs> it, it's that attention welcome. to detail. <laughs> I have had, um, you know, or experienced breweries um, where that's not always the case, where the second version of a beer just does not come out the way. Yeah, well, exactly. He thought it was going to be. Yeah. So um, there is an exact science, and yeah, there's a. It's not a fine line. There's a pretty solid line between the tweaking a recipe a little tiny bit just to get it closer to what you want and like <laughs> completely changing blindfolding it, changing it drastically enough to where like <laughs> you're like okay this isn't really the same beer anymore like call it something else uh-huh. <laughs> you know so yeah like you just completely don't remember what you did the last <laughs> time and wing it i guess i think it was a little of this and it was a, yeah yeah I, I remember scooping this so speaking of like ingredients What's the most interesting thing in your mind that you've used to brew? Two years ago in the fall, we Children. brewed beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's probably been done somewhere. Yeah. Anywhere. That was a very QAnon qu- answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're in the back of a pizzeria. Yeah, what's going on? Brewing children. Wrong, wrong cast. Sorry. Anyway, two years ago in the, in the <laughs> fall, I believe... <laughs> 
Just it's always got to be like a throw a kid in a thing. Yeah, throw a kid in a no, part of, yeah, of uh, thing, yeah. any good podcast. Yeah, <clears throat> you're a dad. We're dads. Yeah. I'm, I'm a dad. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why, that's why it's okay. okay. I'm okay. a dad. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, two years ago in the fall. Oh yeah, uh, we uh, brewed a IPA with uh, roasted sweet potato. I, that know, was I, a fucking awesome see, beer. <laughs> I, they don't like it. No, see, I enjoyed that beer. Plastic waistband, right? Yes, yeah. correct. Because he said that to me, and he was like, here, here's a beer with sweet potatoes. I was like, I don't even fucking like sweet potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but the vanilla and the... Uh, it, was so good. it was good. It was. I did enjoy it. So. Sorry. <laughs> no, I think I, it I turned really out... Excited. Bring I the it beer. back. Bring... <laughs> I did, I know. It's, but it should be every Thanksgiving. Okay, okay. Waistband. No, I think, I think it turned out good. It just didn't turn out the way I wanted because I'd never brewed with sweet potato before. What was it like? Um, really... Like mushy and well, I was gonna ask. Do you use like a powder? You use a, an actual we use actual full form potato. sweet potatoes that were co- were roasted in an oven. Did you have Jake uh, peeling potatoes back here <laughs> <laughs> for like three days? Ah, <laughs> uh, that would have been a great Jake. Yeah, task. right. Yeah. yeah, I don't know Jake, but sorry, Jake. Jake is, you uh, met Jake. Jake was oh uh, do, yeah, he's the uh, assistant Jake's brewer. Our assistant right? brewer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. But yeah. Okay. Uh, he was um, names and faces doing the kegging. Uh, I don't uh, do those things. Pat's off this week, and we made him come back to work. So. Oh, the hard get to work, yeah. Jake. Um, but yeah, so the it was so just it, it turned into a dense, mushy, weird mess. Yeah, and so um, I think I just didn't know how much to use. I tried l- like researching sweet potato in beer, and there's like no one's really done it, so there's nothing. There's no info out there, so I just kind of like went for it, and I think the result was that I just did not use enough sweet potato because the overall character of the beer was kind of overpowered by the dry hopping by the vanilla and so the sweet potato kind of like got lost in the Took mix it seat. was subtle I, I really feel like and maybe because I just really wanted to really bad but I felt like I tasted a very subtle but that's really interesting like taste to now it. if I if I had that again the same exact one knowing what his vision was my opinion might be different because like it played with the vanilla and I was like, mm, this is like a good vanilla E beer, th- but <sighs> that wasn't this man's vision. So it wasn't what he originally thought. Well, that's why I was trying to make the, uh, whatever of like writing a song versus it. Cause it, I, I feel like it's where science meets art. You kind of just write, you, you want to paint a picture and you know the way to get there, but it doesn't always, work out yeah yeah i mean it was definitely an experimental beer you know for me at least and uh if you want to make like just a small batch <laughs> baited in waistband just just a <laughs> baby you don't even have if to I have to do like whatever the official yeah. steps of contracting through <laughs> joey to get <laughs> our beta den leasing, elastic waistband leasing out just one small yeah. keg. <laughs> just, just i can cobble together some uh homebrew equipment i still have some type of homebrew equipment well, laying around i won't say no I'll say no to that. No. We'll get Jake well, Peeling. No, no. Get Jake Peeling now. Because <laughs> we need some waistband. Order some potatoes. Let's go. Yeah. We got 11 months. Hello Fresh. I'm on Hello Fresh right now ordering <laughs> potatoes. Sweet potatoes. <laughs> um, oh. Awesome. Uh, shit. I feel like I'm learning a lot and having fun too at the same time. Yeah. I mean, who knew? Loads more than I knew about beer to start with. Yeah. Besides, it's good. Um, that's still the most important part, I guess. That's, yeah, it's true, true, definitely. Got to be able to drink it. Do you like your beer? Do you drink it? Do oh, yeah. you 
I I almost again like I'm trying to think of something else like somebody creates like I guess someone can get tired of their own song or someone can get, like yeah like do someone just can, listen to someone your can draw something and be like eh, this is no longer good um I mean it's kind of like going back to the cooking analogy right like I know how I like my grilled cheese and so I'm gonna cook my grilled cheese the way you make the your way grilled I cheese. like it and so. When I'm brewing an IPA, which is one of my favorite styles, mm-hmm. I'm going to brew it the way I like it and be pretty confident that other people will like it as well. Yeah, I like that. From him, his lips to the can. To the can. Um, what about, because uh, <coughs> we've done a few, um, I, th- I want to say Prince of Clouds was maybe the first ones, but uh, whether it's the, um, uh, you know, the liquor infused. Uh, barrel aged. The barrel aged. Uh, yeah, that's the way to say that. Professional. Uh, what did you do? You did cognac and tequila with the stout the first time. Yep. Is that wow. what's that like? I mean, what is what is that process? How did you come up with? How do you come up with what liquors you think will work? I don't know. So the cognac and tequila barrels was actually not my creation. That was the guy before me. Okay. Um, yeah, Evan. What the fuck? <laughs> Shit. Know your shit. Just Prince of Clouds, <laughs> the old guy. Uh, well, you just yeah, made right. uh, the Light Brigade. Yes. Um, and that's what, bourbon? Yeah, aged bourbon barrels. Right. Mm. So, okay, so what was that process like? Um, we get barrels. We try to get them as fresh as we can. There's a lot of brokers who deal in, deal with barrels. They get barrels from distilleries and then resell them. Uh, to other distilleries or to breweries. There's a middle barrel man. Yeah. There's barrel people. It's the Michael, S- the Michael Scott of yeah. barrels. <laughs> I've been to their warehouse. But why don't the and companies it's just used say. barrels? It's just racks and racks of used barrels. It smells weird, so you know, good. Well, I'm sure. I'm, why have we not amazing, figured that but out? It's just, just awkward. Co- it's a weird conversation in my mind. It's like, hey, you got those barrels? We can just get some storage units and throw some fucking barrels in it. And just... Start, start stealing barrels. Some barrel money. How are we getting the barrels in the first place? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> not even important. Okay. Barrel money. All right. I'm going along with it. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So uh, what did was it uh, Joey was like, hey, I, I got these bourbon barrels? Or did you have the idea? No, I wanted to you do wanted a bourbon to do. barrel. Stout. Okay. And we brewed it back in, I think, February of 2020 with the intent of barrel aging it for eight months and having it ready for the fall. Is that, so eight months, is that a long, like how does it, is that an average amount of time? Is That's that pretty on average the lower time. end? Generally between like six and 12 months okay. is um, pretty standard. It's wild, for like right? a bourbon right. barrel right. aged. And do you do like stout. taste test along that time period or are you like, yeah. it's locked up checking for eight on, months? No, checking I mean, it's locked up. For me, it's probably locked up for at least six months. It's the kind of thing where if you like pull it, power. if you pull it too early from the barrel and it doesn't get all that character, um, it's kind of a waste of a barrel. So makes um, sense. Just another reason mark, why I don't do these things. <laughs> I have no patience. Like I want to taste it now. Right. I know. I, mean, I would. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, the, so around at around the eight-month mark, it hit a really, really nice spot of, like, there's a lot of bourbon on the nose. There's a lot of oak and vanilla and cinnamon from the 
uh, bourbon barrel on the palate, and it was like right. And then really I guess nice. you, you got to start considering because I figure um, I know that bourbon a lot of that depends on what kind of barrels they're a- they're aged in. Um, so th- there's just so much that goes into there it. There's so much that goes into the fucking process. So much more than I would have ever about. like really thought. Once you start looking into like how much you can do just to like tweak it, like you said, just like tweak it just a little bit. It, I was like, I'm, I'm still blown away by how much. Right. I would never be able to remember that like, oh yeah, I have this nine month project that I have. Well, I, I also, guess, but you, I don't like have the artistic saying, you, you foresight. Like I don't, like you're an artist, you make music, like you're an artist, you make beer. I don't have that. Like I see something. Pet jams. And I want to get to, yeah, also a musician. I don't, no. I sit with my daughter's bongo and pretend that I'm fucking playing something that's nothing. <laughs> uh, didn't you, like, sing for a punk band? Or yeah, yell? but I was in, like, you middle school. Like, yeah, rah, rah, rah. Like, I just, yeah, yeah. whatever. Like, just hoarse voice. That was a big hit. Uh, it was rah, rah. Rah, rah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. It was really big on, on, uh, on Long Island. Yeah, I think what we probably did like one like eighth grade graduation party in a backyard, maybe, oh. like, and it was like probably like like fifteen people there, and like that's nothing. Uh, Ian's mom is standing Ian, in a corner. Ian, yeah, <laughs> Ian's mom could get it though. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> I never met Ian's mom. I don't know. It's because Ian's like uh, definitely what a hot woman would name their kid. You were a hundred percent right. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad right? you're so in tune <laughs> no, because it's, yeah, not, it's not to say that all Ians are hot. It's just I'm like, sorry, Ian, but yeah, like he, if, he knows. If he you knows. can get it, you name your kid Ian. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah, feels yeah. right. Um, I'm glad he's definitely not listening to this. <laughs> we got to find him. Uh, my I, first yeah. fucking band. We were covering Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, we um, yeah. on on Michelle Marmorelli's back porch uh, when she turned six. Well, that's how it like started. Or fifteen. It was just know. like in a basement, and it was like, yeah, look, there's a mic stand, and you played in some bands, right? I had one band, uh, maybe two. I played one live show in my life. Where? My friend Steve's backyard. Steve. Yeah. Steve's a good shit though. Backyards matter. No. He was senior year of high school. He's, he didn't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, we already know. We've already established that Steve is a that questionable friend past. name. I'm just going to let that one slide past. <laughs> but it is Steve. Steve. No, we didn't have microphones, so it was an instrumental show. Ooh. We charged $2. You charged You charged. I see, I, <laughs> yeah, I've, no. never, I've never I like been there. That. Like we charged $2 per entry, but we Swing bought em. a bunch of burgers and hot dogs, and like my friend was grilling up stuff. This one dude in our class like got super pissed that we were charging two dollars, <laughs> and him is. <laughs> I'm how, not gonna pay. He like <laughs> stormed out. I'm like, taking a I hot know, dog I know for that free. Kid. I know that kid. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it was it was hilarious, but it was great. It was a great time, and uh, then we stopped playing. What was the name of the band? Uh, Sisyphus. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. That's good. Yeah, that's the dude who like pushes the boulder up the hill for all eternity. Okay, he gets oh. the top, is, it had to be deep. It's, yeah, it's always deep when you're Myth- mythos. It was a Pink Floyd even, reference. I couldn't even tell you. It's the name of Pink Floyd. Song. It's even better. Yeah, is that where you were doing Floyd covers and classic rock? We did uh, Interstellar Overdrive. That was our only Floyd song we did, which worked <sighs> out because that's an instrumental. Right. We did a Modest Mouse song. We did. Uh, what the hell else did we do? 
lot of Smouse I can't get into. I can't get past the his first, voice. The first, or, first or second, or first two albums I, I really like. Singer, I want to like the music, and it's just. It's just the same. Yeah, they. I don't, uh, I don't consider it's them a real me. band after <laughs> the Moon in Antarctica. That's the last album they ever released that's worth. Was anything. that before Float On? Yes. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I figured that. See, so yeah, I think Float On was probably the first album I heard. Yeah. Well, now they now half of them back the Cold War kids. Well, that's true, yeah. Yeah. Which also got worse. Um, <laughs> I'm just throwing out yeah, hard just, opinions just, about yeah. successful bands because mine never went anywhere. Losing fans left and right. Just Who dropping fans. Fucking yeah. like Cold War kids, fuck him. <laughs> I love Cold War kids. Just that was, so a, first that couple, was an uh, awesome concert. Those first couple albums were amazing. Yeah. Um, My first concert I ever saw was Modest Mouse in 2003. Modest Mouse. Where? Uh, the Electric Factory in Philly. Um, I think I did get to see one show before they changed it to um, whatever the fuck it is now. I don't even know. Yeah, but it's know. not. I think it's a Franklin something, right? Nope. I don't know what it is, but it's not Electric Factory anymore. But, yeah, I don't think the inside's any different. No. It's a nice venue, though. I like that spot. I haven't been there. Um, shit. How about this? Um... Were you always planning on being a Brit? Like, how did you get into, what made you think one day, like, I'm going to cook hops for a living? <laughs> so, I come from a beer drinking family, and when I was in my early like that. Tw- early I 20s, like late teens, early 20s, <laughs> <laughs> um, my mom started homebrewing. And I yeah. was like, nice. fuck yeah, yeah, mom. I was like, that's weird. Like, why are you doing that? It didn't occur to me that it's like a real hobby. I thought it like I initially thought it was like a niche, like home oh, somebody are like oh, it's a serious brewing shitty beer on their stovetop, you know. Yeah. Um, but as she started doing it, I started helping her and started learning. Like, oh, this is all like this is all real shit. It's all the same grains. It's the same hops. It's the same yeast. Like. And so it's a beautiful story. I started homebrewing with my mom and then like split off, start doing my own brews, um, making the jump from, you know, increasing volumes, like from homebrewing with mom to what you do now. I mean, was that, was that what you were thinking you were going to end up doing it? No, not really. Yeah. Um, and you get it. I started homebrewing when I was 22, about 10 years ago. I got my first job at a brewery when I was 26. So that was like a it was a sizable gap. I really didn't know. I just liked it as a hobby. Like I was really into craft beer and starting to like nerd out into it and Did you ever go to like any kind of school formal schooling or anything? I have not. No. Um so yeah, homebrewing was sort of this natural extension of my curiosity into craft beer right and when i started working at maniunk brewing company i started as a delivery driver because you got to pay your dues in this industry for the most part to get your foot in the door yeah you're either delivering you're cleaning kegs all day every day (laughs) for months yeah you're scrubbing floors for months so i started delivering beer 
anytime there was like a light day or there were no deliveries, I would go into the brewery and just try to help out, do whatever I could, learn as much as I could. So it kind of allowed me to like slowly learn what com commercial brewing was and what was involved and all the work that was involved. Because it is way, way, way more work than <laughs> home brewing. <Wow>. I have <laughs> heard that, that a lot of people uh, can be completely head over heels in love with home brewing and then they get to a bigger stage um, and it's just, you know, they're not ready for the actual amount of physical labor or, you know, the actual amount of work involved. In yeah, it's it a lot. Yeah. Because home brewing, you know, for me, it was like, once a week, uh -huh. I brew beer for six hours, and then just kind of check on it throughout the week. And then the next week, put some in a keg, brew the next batch. So it's like, it's really easy to lull yourself into this idea that, oh, brewing is just super fun, and it's relaxing. And it's But then when you get into this level, you're like, oh, crap, I thought I had an nice smooth eight hour day but all this other stuff popped up and now it's an 11 hour day <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah man anytime i've come in uh <laughs> i see you busting your ass back here or even like on the canning days uh those didn't always go as go as smoothly as um initially anticipated um but there's you know well the job has to get done there's there's really no yep. um I, I, in, along in my research i heard of some bad things that could happen like along in the dry hopping process like one of the brewers was saying if you didn't pour it in the like exact right way like i'm sorry i don't know exactly what he was pouring in but you could like the whole thing could like have an adverse reaction and explode and then you're just cleaning up beer all day instead of doing what you were supposed to be doing have you yeah. ever had to just scrap shit i have not well, knock on some wood. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, knock on <laughs> One of the things I learned early in commercial brewing is uh, if you're going to do something for the first time, you need to, like, triple, quadruple check your process. Do Where do you test – do you have, like – where do you test shit before you bring it to this level, or do you just get right into it here? I, was say, I you just do go like right small into it. Just get right into no, it. No, you do yeah. the whole thing. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we have a pilot system. I don't use it because the amount of time it takes to brew – one barrel pilot batch uh -huh. is the same amount of time it takes to brew a ten barrel batch beer. So fuck it, just get <coughs> it right just into do the it. whole thing. Nice, sweet. Um, well, yeah, I think uh, we've grilled Pat enough. Like I said, I've you got learned any, uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah, that. I know. This is again, this is really exciting for me and Lee because, like, this is definitely the most informative beer conversation real <laughs> yeah usually by now the episode devolves into just uh, star wars two drunk guys yelling at each other <laughs> and, and a lot of star wars references which there's no reason there can't be any of those in this it'll happen but um it's a trap yeah we're gonna uh grab a flight yes sir have pat walk us through it um and then we'll rate them and uh, we'll get to that shit after that yeah so uh let's take a quick pause and get those flights all right, we just got our flight poured. <sighs> what do we got here? Champion style, which is a pilsner. It is. Karate explosion, which is is this a New England IPA? It is. Ear hustle hustler. Ear hustler. Ear hustler. <laughs> Can't wait to find out the backstory for that name. Is a kettle sour with plum and apricot. 
And finishing the board is the Cosmic Candle, which is another New England IPA. Correct. Um, I was just saying to Lee when I was pouring these, uh, if we weren't coming here and doing this, uh, we were going to use the Cosmic Candle for our star. Actually, I, I think I texted you. I was asking you, like, I need a Star Wars beer besides Cosmic oh, Candle, yeah. like something with Galaxy Hops or anything that could somewhat relate. So, yeah, I guess this was always destined to be. Oh, it was going to happen. Yeah. That's why we were able to skip it because we knew it would happen. We knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, cool. Let's start with Champ. Um, I guess, yeah, what was your process, thought, you know, approach to this one? So Champion Style is a pretty simple Pilsner. It's Pilsner malt. It is... Two different types of German hops. Love the Germans. Hmm. No. Um, it's, <coughs> it's got a little bit of bitterness, a little bit of hop aroma. Really nice, like, constant Pilsner malt flavor. <coughs> Do you remember what this one clocks in at? 4.7 ABV. 4.7%. And were you... I guess with a Pilsner, are you trying to stay under five? Generally, yeah, any, anywhere from like four and a half to five is pretty solid for a Pilsner. Yeah. It's funny, um, you know, coming off of, got to remember you're coming off of color trails. Yeah. Well, as far as like full body feel back to a. It's a um, different. When we were talking about mouthfeel earlier, one of the things. Uh, uh, a video I had seen, um, I forget what brewery the guy was from, but he's talking about how beer contests are judged. And, you know, in um, uh, if you're judging wine, they're just getting a taste and they're spitting it out. He's like part of a beer, um, you know, a true beer contest is that it's also like you have to swallow it. That's part of it, like mouthfeel afterwards. <laughs> and he had to train himself to like – judge beer so he'd have to get drunk you know what i'm saying like okay what happens if i drink six ipas and then i'm tasting a stout or like what happens if i t you know what i mean like he had to learn so he would grade something and then drink a bunch of a certain kind of beer and then grade that same you know original one again huh. uh to figure out like where the fuck his palate would be at i guess it was different i could uh, different enough yeah i don't know I, there's no way i would just because Six IPAs in, and then you want me to tell you what the next beer is? You, well, right. That <laughs> just too. give I me. Mean, just they're not having pints, but still, I, I think. Mean, but uh, I don't know. Do you have like a an opinion of like the way a board should go, or like how someone, you know, the order in which someone should be drinking their beers? It's hard to say. I think that. <clears throat> Drinking a lot of different styles, it's good to break up the styles. Um, probably helps to have like a saltine or something in between. <laughs> but like right. for this, a we're doing cleanser. for this the order is pretty deliberate. Champion styles very light, refreshing pilsner. Karate explosions like big hoppy New England. Mm -hmm. Ear hustler totally changes gears. It's a sour. It's fruity. That's going to kind of reset your palate into a brand new thing, but not be totally out of context because you're still getting fruity hop flavors mm -hmm. from the new england's and then back to another new england with cosmic candle 
think it's a pretty good order. It should like each beer should is different enough that it's kind of resetting your palate. You're not getting fatigued on one style, right? And then jumping into a different one at the end. Hmm. It's kind of a good variety. I think um, fatigued was something I had to learn with IPAs. Uh, like there's a way to drink IPAs and and double IPAs. Uh, I think when, when when me and my friends first got into um, craft beer, do you remember Jones Beach? Obviously well, the yeah, amphitheater, yeah. Jones Beach yeah, amphitheater. Um, there's a spot on Long Island that used to be uh, for the concerts to be no alcohol. You could obviously tailgate. Um, it's a stadium on the beach, but I think in your head, if you're going to a concert, you're like, okay, cool. So I need to drink for the equivalent of the whole of concert. what the six hours would be <laughs> if I was just you know yeah. slamming drinks the whole time. What better way to do that than a double IPA? Well, it was it, we were fucking stupid, and like uh, <laughs> me and my friends went to a local brewery, and we each picked up like a growler of just ridiculous like you know, 9% something doubles. And so halfway through, it was Nine Inch Nails and Soundgarden. And halfway through, I'm pretty sure, you know, half of the group did not see Nine Inch Nails. Like, they were just... They were just throwing up. Yeah. (laughs) Over the... Completely wrecked. I mean, do you think there's something to... Because sometimes I feel like I can have 15 Bud Lights, and that's the equivalent of, like, 55, 60%. But then if I have, like, three IPAs, I feel more drunk. Does does that make sense? Is there a way that the body's breaking down a more complex beer? That I don't know. Yeah. I can speculate, but that's not very useful as a... Have you had the Bud Light <laughs> effect? <laughs> you know, I where have. You're Officially you're dubbed the Bud Light effect? Yeah, where you're marathoning the, beers no, and you're like... like the BL. <laughs> the BL <laughs> effect. Yeah, you're like, I feel like I could knit right now. If I wanted to. That's yeah, what happens when you drink Bud Light. <laughs> you could knit. That's the fucking superpower you get. I'm just saying I could. Like yeah, it, I, guess, I guess you could. You could. But I, I wouldn't want to. can't Why knit would? after five karate explosions. <laughs> you could. <laughs> <laughs> but I can knit after like a case of Bud Light. <laughs> I don't know why you're knitting in the first what's, place. What's your, what's your educated guess? I think if you're like, I don't know. I really don't. They're actually two percent. Like <laughs> they're actually guessing two point four percent. My uneducated guess is that you're just putting so much volume into your body that it's just like coming out of you. Like a lot of that alcohol, that's probably the best. It's going to end up probably in the more educated than you. No, think. I, I think that's the right answer. Oh, I have absolutely zero knowledge to back up that <laughs> of point. the uh, physiology. Well, yeah, but like that you're you're putting so much liquid in that your body's just like, yeah, I don't need all this. Uh, right, just pisses it out. Right, most of that was water. Yeah, like, why are you doing this? this is yeah, too much. Yeah. Stop <laughs> it. Yeah. Just and it's garbage. Why are you doing this? <laughs> that clear pee is satisfying though. You're hydrated. I'm a fan of a, you and, know. on your hydration scale. Clear piss. Um. Did you ra- you got your rating? You yeah, got your number? I got mine. We're gonna we're gonna uh, talk about it, what we're rating them after we ask you to leave. Excellent. So we can make it, uh, you know. It's really that we're we don't want to be so flattering in front of them. That'd be more embarrassing than actually giving a bad rating. <laughs> Just to be gushing over it in front of the guy. I guess that's true. Yeah. Right. Just be like, oh my god! Oh my god! No, yes. <laughs> he touched my glass. <laughs> Oops. All right. Uh, all right. So, what are we drinking next? What do we got next? Karate Explosion. Fuck yeah! W- where's that name? What is that name? Uh, so <laughs> Daniel Sun. It comes from an old 
Net Zero Internet commercial from like 2004. Nice. Yes. So do you know? Um, oh no, his <laughs> name's Rob. What's his last name? Rob Hubel. He's on a, like Adult Swim shows. He's on like uh, Children's Hospital. The bald guy with the buck teeth. S D S U V. The bald guy with the buck teeth. Nah. The guy who used to be Super. a Marine. Ooh. No, that's Rob Riggle. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I was, I was like, wait a minute. Which Rob is it? Uh, which Rob is it? Rob Hubel is a comedian. He okay. He does sketch comedy. Okay. He's in a net zero, if you remember the uh, golden <laughs> age of... Uh, modems. <laughs> modems and AOL. <laughs> 6K. Starter yeah. discs. No, and you get that 128K. Yeah. That's when you were really playing your friends games. to come over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So net zero, I guess, was like the super cheap option. Right. But there's a television commercial. You can find it on YouTube <laughs> where Rob Hubel is talking in a really exaggerated, like dramatic voice about like net zero, saving money and blah, blah, blah. And all, everything he says appears as text on the screen. And at the end, very end of the commercial, he says, uh, is everything I'm saying being written on the screen? <laughs> and then he looks down and sees it. And then he says karate explosion and then it pops <laughs> up on the screen and he like golden age of television yeah golden age of like television commercials yeah and right like internet yes. and like <laughs> well that's when you would like the super bowl would come out and you'd be like really excited just for the commercials like they were actually like of quality they've betrayed that yeah oh because they're still they betrayed that love the super bowl no. commercials are not I, the I don't same. even watch football anymore well, that's yeah that's for it's another conversation yeah yeah um Karate split. So what did you just have that in your back pocket? You're like, it's 1996. I might brew beer one day. I should remember this. <laughs> I should remember that's, this. That's, that's how it all works. Yeah. It's been written Everyone. on his hand for like over a decade. <laughs> right. <laughs> karate Memento. He's got tattoos on him. Let's say like in tw 2021, <laughs> there will be a karate explosion. Um, fuck yeah. I couldn't have hoped for a better <laughs> like ex explanation of where karate explosion yeah, comes from. More than I expected. Right. These ideas come from literally everywhere. And you it named, doesn't matter. Like the, uh, There's a certain point where like... Street nearby? Yeah, probably. That's uh, the only good part of making beer. The, uh, the names, I would... They would flow out of me. Oh, you're saying that that's the only... That's like what you know you would be good yeah, at. Yeah, that's the only yeah. part of it. My beer would be garbage... It but the name it would be flat. The can would be like squishy. <laughs> but he doesn't name, even have you can <laughs> buy the right the can. The name would yeah. be on point. <laughs> the can would be squishy. <laughs> yeah, it would be bad. Uh, should we get a karate explosion? Uh, this is your beer. This has got Lee written all over it. Mm, nice, fruity, hoppy, smooth. It's full. Did you just call me fruity. The beer. Oh, okay. And you. That's yeah, fine. That's I mean, fine. Yeah. I'm an ally. Right, no, sure. I was talking about you the whole time. Full. <laughs> I'm always full. He's, <laughs> he's just, my buddy's like real full and fruity. Um, Aromatic. And arom yeah. yeah. Hoppy. He's bouncing all over the I fucking place. I try. That might be racist. <laughs> Which part? The hopping. Hopping? Yeah, I don't know. But. <laughs> we'll have to explore Racist the against <laughs> rabbits yeah. yeah we'll have to explore the connection lagomorphs yeah <laughs> fuck them off uh. off air I'm more of a hair guy myself see I knew there was bigotry in here um, more of a tortoise guy personally oh yikes yeah. intellectual 
slow and steady nonsense. Right? Yeah, whatever. It's just it's karate like, explosion. It's easy to <laughs> hide your anxiety <laughs> behind a slow and steady. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, if I pictured you as a turtle, it's literally like the turtles from Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> there's, a, there's a show that needs to be brought back. It was. Did you not watch the movie on Netflix? Of course, Netflix. Yeah, come on. Of course, Netflix. I'm, I'm watching the the Arrested Development. I'm finally watching oh, like the Netflix only Arrested Development. I, I haven't gotten to that. I like watched two episodes. I was like, I need to be able to watch all these. But all right, karate on? is. Uh, Where do you want to talk a little bit more about oh, the actual? I beer. need to. Um, I need to write this down. What's your besides anything you make? Do you have like a favorite? What's your go-to IPA if you're not going to take home your own beer? I live like five minutes from Levante. And Levant, they the make Cloudy is good. St- make a lot of good stuff. Cloudy and Cumbersome? Cloudy is great. Tickle Parts is great. And those are two <laughs> beers that I like always have. So it's real easy for me to uh, stop over there. On the way home. I've never been there. Uh, uh, I've wanted to. I was working in Malvern, which is like Lafonte's in Westchester, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you been to... Shit. Have you checked out Locust Lane ever? I have not. have not. Yeah. I was over there, too, in Malvern. Um, yeah. Sweet. Next what up. D- next up. You want to mm-hmm. move on? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me get one more sip of this karate. Explosion. I feel uh, like we need like a... Explosion, we're, explosion, we, no, explosion. We're going to add some <laughs> we're going to add some MacGyver effects in the back in in post. We'll fix it in post. We'll, we'll fix it in post. Yeah. Can you add a karate noise? Watcha. Watcha. Yeah, we'll get we'll get like a full and karate dug. What's going to happen is old kung fu. The, the amount of work effects. and like the clear reward we'll get from like a kung fu explosion, we were going to we're going to use that <laughs> then on <Yeah. laughs> in like every episode. It'll just be a For quote. no reason yeah. you just hear like a cha. <laughs> <laughs> Call him karate oh, dog. Shit, what was that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the the wizard, air the wizard. <laughs> yeah, the wizard that still no one really knows about. No, only I met him. Only, it's, it's one of those things where, like, no, I swear to God, guys, he's real. He had a really nice voice. He did. It was velvety, but it sounded too much like something else. Um, what do we got next? What do we got next? We sour ear hustler. What are we drinking? Ear is a kettle sour with. Plum and apricot puree. Ooh. That's interesting. I'm not outright. You, I'm not a plum or an apricot guy. Well, you're you're an apricot guy. I've seen apricot we've pop we've up We've used a it bunch. in a couple of different beers so far. Sours are just an interesting it's thing. It's just different. It's not what me. I... I guess I've trained my palate to expect things when I'm drinking beer. Do you remember the night Unicorn Farts? No. Oh. Do you remember the night in New York? That's a beer, <laughs> by the way. That's, we, we that's not like a secret memory we have that we call Unicorn Farts. We were that, at that's Beery's. A, that's the name of a we beer. We were at Beery's. <clears throat> yes. I had gotten way too drunk. We played a show. I ordered was, something, and it was a sour. or some, And I got so sick from it. I think, no. I, think I don't know what it was. I think you're thinking of Delirium Tremens. No. That no. was not what it was. The Belgian beer with the elephants all over it. That no, wasn't it? No. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know, but 
I guess I also, like, that's I, what I think of when I... Well, I feel like sours are sort of new or one of the more recent, or is that totally wrong? I, I feel like I didn't notice sours showing new up. to you, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they've I, been around for a while. Have they? Yeah. Um, they were probably more prevalent as, like, imports from Belgium. Belgium. Okay. Bel- <laughs> Belgium? Yeah, Belgium. Belgium. Were they uh, they kind of the sour forefront? I guess I think sour so, monkey's yeah. been around for a long time, right? But I know you've had like Allagash doing sour beer for a long time. Okay. Um, New Glarus has been doing sour stuff for a long time. Hmm. What is uh, what draws you to the apricot? I think it's a really nice, like, balanced fruit flavor. It has a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of tartness. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of makes it versatile. You've had it in, in an IPA that was just called, uh, it's pronounced, however you apricot. pronounce it. Apricot. 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 Right. Correct. Um, apricot. It, it's pr- apricot. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's pronounced is what it is. It's a word. It, it, uh, yeah. It is a word. You Along do, with other words. You do pronounce it. <laughs> it is um, pronounced. Is there another? Is there another beer that's had the the ape? Yeah, we did. Uh, it was another sour beer. It was um, your fir- uh, time burglar. Time burglar. That was, was raspberry apricot. Another raspberry. nice name. So that name would just pull me in alone. What's uh, what's the story behind time burglar? Uh, the name. <laughs> um. A time burglar is somebody who. Uh, <laughs> I knew we'd eventually <laughs> find like a secret insult. <laughs> He's got a so he's got a buddy of his. Uh, I think like this just got adopted <laughs> into my vocabulary. <laughs> Sorry, go on. He's like this piece of shit. I'm gonna name this time burglar because I hate that guy. A time burglar is anyone who just talks at you for longer than they should and yes. doesn't recognize that you're not really listening. They're just holding kinda, your. You're attention. smiling and nodding, and they don't get it. They just keep going. So almost going. every person I've ever talked to in my life, they're just, they're talking to you for them. Yeah, right. not for the sake of the conversation. Correct. Officially yeah. filed into the vocabulary because they need. I like it. I know a lot of times. A lot of time burglars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're That's at good. they're everywhere. They're at every they're party. They're at every. They're at bars. I'll they're at bars. They're at every bars. family function. They are just the most random person in the supermarket that you. Some people feel like if they leave to. you a, a dollar every three beers, that they can just burgle your time. Correct. They, they go to bars. It's like time under payment. It's, it's wage, not really it's, theft because they're paying th- for th- it. Kind it's wage of. theft. Yeah. It's time like, wage theft. It's like lowballing. Yeah, it's Einstein theft. <laughs> it's all relative. Um, I got to say, though, I, when I'm in this, like a taster, I, I think if I get a, a pint of a, of a sour... As soon as I'm drinking it, I'm thinking, like, I can't finish this, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no. So it might ruin the experience. But, like, having a taster of it, I'm allowing myself, I think, to, like, exp- you know, actually enjoy the flavors. And I think right. the plum works better, or for me, I think the plum is nicer because the raspberry, maybe the raspberry added, like, more acidity. Yeah, raspberries are pretty tart. The right. plum is definitely a smoother, more of sweeter a s- note. Yeah, yeah, to help, like level it all out yeah i too like sour beer in small doses small do- yeah 
My uh, sour beer and reggae music <laughs> in small doses. <laughs> I really, really like them in small doses. <laughs> That's true. When I like want to hear reggae, nothing else is going to satisfy that itch. Yeah, but it is a oh, small yeah. window that like I'm okay with it. Well, then you yeah. wake up the next day. You're like, why? What? You why open is that Spotify. On my yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You're like, no, no, next. No, yeah. No. yeah, yeah. But in the moment, you're like, 311 was the be- best band that's ever. <laughs> that was reggae to you? That's where you went? No, I know. I wanted to pick like a, <laughs> I wanted to pick like a really bad example. Oh, God. Not that uh, I can't get down with some uh, down. Matashayu. See what I did there? <laughs> Matashayu. Well, he's on uh, he's on that Droog shit that you're into. Your old Droog, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. Uh, don't turn, count modest Yahoo that. out. Just I, didn't, yet. I, I wasn't counting him out. I was just like, if you were talking reggae, that's no, not like where like, I go in my mind. There's like for 30 dudes from the 70s that are rolling in their graves. Because yeah. <laughs> t- the first thing I said was, was th- you <laughs> know, five white guys from Ohio. <laughs> With UFO <laughs> pants on. Still. I got a great idea. What's that? Stop talking about reggae. Take some like super basic <laughs> reggae. We're going to add... Super heavy new metal guitars, and we're gonna and some call white dude who doesn't know how to rap very well. We're gonna name our bass player Cashew, <laughs> <laughs> or some or like shaved almond. No one's ever done this before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is good. I'm writing this all down. Yeah, and have words rhyme with the same word. Have every line <laughs> over and over. Can we talk about how there was a period of time where most. <laughs> Most bands had a DJ for some reason, dude. Well, and then, well, yeah, I know. No, that. my favorite part of that is is seeing what they did with them as so, like Incubus, right? Like they were right. one of those bands that had someone scratching behind shit. Gym class heroes, I feel like really no reason. Like, yeah. And eventually, he's the guy that's like pressing one note every three songs. Uh, <laughs> you know, because but he was we really don't want any good in between like sets. He was the guy they would put out live. You don't need an opening band. Yeah, you just, <laughs> you have just that send your DJ time. out there yeah. and be like, "Yeah, just if you want." It was you like want. Family Values tour. Yeah, there was always like a DJ. Family Values tour. There's one like clear disconnect between 13 year old me and 32 year old me. It's that 13 year old me thought that the DJ in a band was like the so essential, fucking cool. The like, essential yeah. linchpin, like everything so revolved awesome. around him. Yeah. Uh, right, it's finally all coming together. Yeah. Yes. This would just be another band, but the the DJ. But the <laughs> every once in a while, the scratch noise just ever, ever. changes everything. Yeah. Although, remember um, when Jay Z remixed was the over Lincoln Park? Lincoln Park. Encore. <sighs> well, Do you want more? Lincoln Park too kind of had a DJ for no reason, but uh, Lincoln Park and both Incubus. Um, then for those first couple albums, there's always the one track that's the DJ track. Yes, which is just it's it seems like a kid sitting in his room with a computer and just like cutting shit up. You know, it's just like I've been working on this for years. <laughs> yeah, I finally and they were put just a song throwing this bone at the DJ guy of like, yeah, fine. Yeah, you, you get, know, you get, you get your 13. whole song. Yeah. yeah, you get track 11 after all the hits and no one else <laughs> is going to give a shit. Right before Here's, the outro. Yeah, yeah. and it's going to be great. Or even like after the outro, it was like the hidden track. <laughs> yeah. You remember hidden track? Uh, not only, no, they, not even not even a hidden track. It's when the last track has 15 minutes of silence, silence first. Yeah. And then your shit gets to play. Hello? So you can't even like go to it if you wanted to. You'd have <laughs> to sit through 
Or fast forward a CD. Which has been cut out of all digital content. Right. Yeah, you can't do that <laughs> no. anymore. The DJ. That's, uh, you know what? I think of that, though, with what did all the horn players and all those ska bands do? Like, no doubt, uh, they eventually had no one playing a trombone. Uh, and wh- where'd those guys go? a horrible example of like, what happened to ska. Well, I'm just saying, like, Scott She's, like, turned married into to a country singer on, like, a biggest TV show or Maybe the that's world. the best example of what happened to Scott. I guess, yeah. Is that you're sitting <laughs> next to, like, uh, fucking, I don't even know I what, forgot Adam Levine. and Yeah. Or you took Adam Levine's spot on a chair no, show. Like, yeah. It's not a show about chairs, but it's, it you is know, they're in show about It kind of is. <laughs> My chair spun around. Spinning chairs. Yeah. And yeah. embarrassing So, people, So horribly. I guess that's the, yeah. that's the analogy for me is, like, the rap rock DJ is the ska trombonist, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, like, at least the rap rock DJ got that track on the album. <laughs> it's just a track of the trombone. The horn section of the ska band <laughs> was, was not getting an right. horn. Right. Right. Yeah, that was called the Brian Setzer Orchestra oh or something like God. that. Yeah, yeah. Or that was uh, Cherry Pop and Daddies who were famous for a minute for no reason. Zoot, 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 Zoot Riot. Riot. <laughs> I'll get down with some Zoot Suit Riot. But that's Another thing that's in like very small doses. <laughs> and like <laughs> random. It's like a random Wednesday and you're like, you know what I haven't heard in a while? No. Zoot no, Suit Riot. You can't, you can't purposely put on Zoot Suit Riot. You have to be drunk or stoned or whatever, and Zoot Suit Riot comes on. I don't know if that's ever happened in my entire <laughs> right. life. That's what, I'm <laughs> saying. that's what I'm saying. Like That's the only time where it would be like, yeah. Oh, why no, don't I listen no, to this more? No, because the then, person who put it on, I'm instantly like, fuck you. Why are you listening to this? No, I don't even mean like someone intentionally was like, I'm going to put on, you know, swing. This is I, I, I mean, like now, it's now some, 15. It's, yeah. The, the jukebox is going through its algorithm from 1998 and it happens to land on Zoot Suit Riot like that. I mean, maybe that'll happen. That's when you get up and swing your pocket I'll watch. I'll have to like write down how I feel in that moment. And you, uh, <laughs> what else? You skank. Whether it's like rage skanking. Speaking of ska, I was a few years ago, I, like one of my last animal hospital jobs, uh, I was working with someone who, uh, there's a couple kids who were like 22, 23. Um, so born in the 90s, I guess. Ugh. But, um, gross. <laughs> Ew. Um, but, Ska, they were like, what's the word you're trying to say? Like, they, they had no idea what Ska was. Any of that. I had to show them videos of, like, skanking and Ska and this like, and that. What are they doing? Why are they dancing in a I, circle? <laughs> yeah. It just blows my mind that I'm old enough There's to be at an age where, like, people don't know that, like, something existed. Well, wait till you're, like, me and Chrissy were, like, our... Chicken, chicken pox. Kid, kids don't get chicken no, pox anymore. But I'm talking about, like, 25-year-olds don't know what no, chicken pox is. No, because they had a vaccine. Yeah. What? Like I was, my <laughs> daughter wanted when, to watch what? our wedding video, uh-huh. and I had to pull out the DVD, and she was baffled. She doesn't understand. She doesn't understand wires. Like, <laughs> no, like why this thing did, like uh, goes fire. into a machine and plays when her whole life has just been like a Netflix, button. right? Yeah, this. Oh, I want to watch this. Oh, maybe it's on Plex. <laughs> like no, just. She couldn't. Shit. She and like her hands are all. I'm like, you can't touch the back. I was like, don't touch the shiny side. Yeah, no <laughs> like Trying to explain that to a five year old is impossible. So you know, sours or uh, yeah, sours. ear hustler, good yeah, beers. You know, yeah, that you know, in, uh, small doses. That was much, kind of an ear hustle. Much like. <laughs> is right. ear hustler a time burglar? A smooth. Uh, we didn't ask about ear hustler. No. We asked about time burglar. Yeah. <laughs> 
Your hustler's a little bit different. Your hustler's the guy that like is secretly listening in on your conversation and then jumps in oh. at an awkward time. It's like, oh, well, I have something to say. Oh, Again, just I know a lot of Participating in the conversation. Yeah. No. Again, oh. they are everywhere you yeah. go. <laughs> so so <laughs> there seems to be a theme that uh, <laughs> if you order a sour from Pat, it's like it's an ass. It's based yeah, off it's like the name is an asshole. Like a, Oh, yeah, you're not an annoying asshole. person. The name is an asshole. <laughs> like, yeah. like you're either an ear hustler. It's a time burglar. Like these are just not good people. But I like both of the terms and names. Is that is that you were like, if I'm going to have sours, these are going to be like sour people named after sour people. It's only been the trend for the last two. The one before this was uh, Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cube, which is a raspberry one, right? Uh, Blackberry. Blackberry. Rubus is like the scientific name for Blackberry or something. Hmm. So that was just a straight up name. name. The next one could <laughs> be down. And, and every time he had to make another sour, he's like, I need to insult somebody. <laughs> it's not somebody. It's like a genre yeah, of people. It's like a group. Yeah, I get right. it. I get it. Yeah. It's a type. The close talker. Yeah. Right. The sentence finisher. It's like a it's like a Seinfeld episode. Story topper would be a good one. Story yeah. topper. Story topper. It's pretty classic. <sighs> story topper is a tough one, because story topper sometimes I feel like I get caught up in like, well I'm I'm gonna top that, you know like is that what we're doing? A piss right, contest that we're doing of stories. Right now? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I, I can tell you, I get more worked up by it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the most. Well, anyway, the next I have beer. A story uh, for let, you. <laughs> let me change the subject. Um, now, please keep it up. Please keep naming your sours after genres of people that are unacceptable in a in a society. Yeah. You know. I hope they learn. We're living in a society. They won't. I'm trying to live in a society. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, all right. Last on the board. From a galaxy far, far away, had to do it. Sorry. Cosmic candle. Cosmic candle. All right. And clink. Yep. Yep. So this one is actually brewed with a lot of galaxy hops. No way. <laughs> it's good coming off the hustle, too. Yeah. The hustle definitely Back to the basics. Yeah. Clears that palate. Um, so karate to cosmic. Is it just you're going for the same hop fullness, hop profile, and then just changing like the flavors? Like what what are you doing differently there? Yeah, the structure of both beers are pretty similar. It's similar malts. Uh, both have a lot of oats and wheat in them, which will give you that full body. It'll give you that haze. <coughs> Uh, karate Explosion is citra hops, regular citra hops, and we use Cryo Mosaic and Cryo Simcoe. Cryo, like Frozen? Sort Like of. Walt Disney? Yeah. Flash Frozen. Yeah, we pay a premium because it has Walt Disney's name on it. <laughs> Everyone pays that premium for Do Disney. Do you want Cryo specifically? Cryo is cool because if you ever look, if you ever get the chance to have a hop cone in your hand and you break it open it looks like a leafy pine cone but when you break it open it's got all this yellow powdery stuff inside you can almost call it like a nug that's yes. exactly what came to my mind yeah you yeah. could almost call it that okay yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna 
You should. I'm going to call it a nug. <laughs> so when you open up the hop nug. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sounds good, right? It's. I'm already more interested. In <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just keywords. Yeah, just keep saying just, nug. Yeah. yeah. Things that rhyme with nug. But Slug. that yellow stuff on the inside, that's the, like, pungent, like, potent. That's where you, a lot of the aroma comes from. I would have mm-hmm. thought it was just pollen. <clears throat> like, I was, I was looking at this pollen. It's basically pollen. It looks oh, like pollen. Oh, see? Mm-hmm. You want to get that in there. Yeah. Yeah, so normal hop pellets are the entire hop cone shredded to bits and then compressed. So you're getting that yellow lupulin. You're also getting the leafy green material. Um. Cryo hops, I don't know exactly what the process is, so I'm not going to try to explain it because I'm probably going to get it wrong. <laughs> but they separate the yellow material from the green leafy. Keef. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much, yeah. Keef. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're drawing out the keef, the crystals. Perfect. So you get, uh, a, right. you get a product that is basically like twice as potent because it's, mo- it's a lot – Way higher ratio of that, like yellow lupulin. Keef. Perfect. Yeah, I. The Keef. Yeah. Keef catcher. Yeah. I, I just think <laughs> if everything was just explained <laughs> in weed in weed terms, <laughs> yeah. I'd be a fucking so, super genius. So basically, every every brewery has a giant grinder. In yeah, the back. but no, like if you just Correct. like if you could explain Where calculus you have, to you me, have donkeys like, walking in different ways to like grind, and then there's a giant Keef catcher. Yeah. And then you brew some. That's your grinder, and then yeah. you separate them out. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. You roll a fat IPA. Yeah. Roll the keep on the outside. Mm-hmm. A little it's extra. Full-bodied pour. Aromatics. Aromatics. Still learning. So, uh, shit, besides uh, just learning as you go, I mean, are, are there specific resources? We, we always like to do, I guess, sort of a recommendation for our um, episodes, right? Yeah. And of course, like, Bald Birds Brewing is clearly the recommendation because we're here and talking to Pat, but um, do you have anywhere that you go to uh, for, is there like a, a dark, a dark web, for <laughs> a dark web for brewers, you know, to like share <laughs> ideas and I don't know. Yeah. There's a couple of internet like forums. For um, there's like a, f- there's like a subreddit. There's probrewer.com. If if I was uh, gonna try to get into brewing, what like what would you recommend to me to check out? I guess. Well, you'd probably get your start in home brewing, and so. So your mom. Correct. Got it. <laughs> I'll leave you her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check out Pat's mom. Okay. Um. Home brewing is easier to get into than ever because there are a lot of homebrew stores. Especially in the Philly area, like craft beer in Philly is like huge, crazy big yeah. and huge. We home brewing has kind of grown with it over the last, you know, <clears throat> 15, 20 years. And so, yeah, there are a lot of forums online you can learn about home brewing. There's websites completely dedicated to <laughs> home brewing, or you can just stop into a, your local homebrew store and say, hey, I've never done this before. Like, what do I need? What kind of equipment do I need? What am I looking at in here? Sure. So just more check in with community uh, yeah, resources, uh, local. Yeah. 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 There's also a lot of homebrew clubs in the area. They're all over the place. I know a, a couple, couple different homebrew clubs uh, come through here. Really good guys. Yeah, and um, a lot of clubs. If you 
just show up and say, hey, I've never done this before, but I wanted to talk to some people who are into it. It's another good way because it is complicated. It's tough. It's a difficult hobby to get into because it's just so vast. The amount of things you can do is so vast. And when you s if you start looking into it, you might get a little overwhelmed and say, I don't even know where to start. Totally. You might need someone to say, "Hey, like, kind of walk you through. Start it. here, like, uh, yeah. It's not that. It's not that complicated. You don't have to start at an expert level and brew expert beer. You can start simple, but sometimes it helps just to have that person kind of guide you, guide you through in it. the right direction. I fucking love that. That it's more of it's like a community, communal. Yeah. you yeah. need like a mentor to yeah. kind of hone your vision. Yeah, to get your hands dirty and get into it figure it out that's the only way i learn anyway so fuck yeah um pat thank you so much it's for been real uh, appreciated yeah spending the time yeah thank on you your very much for having me on your it's week a lot off. of fun awesome um, yeah happy to uh come on board talk shop we may it's or a may lot not of fun you know might have to just go to our reg you know registered expert every once in a while yeah check in see what's brewing <coughs> if you ever need a fact check let me know that's yeah. right Pat fact. Yeah, Pat fact. Need some, we need some Pat facts. Um, okay. Sweet. Thanks a lot, man. All right, thanks. Thank you so much, guys. Awesome. Been a lot of fun. All right. And that was fun. That was good. It's back to the just the beta. The yeah. beta den. Then there was two. Then there was two. That was really good. Um, it's nice having <laughs> someone. Like besides me? Yeah. Who knows what they're talking about? <laughs> uh, you know, well, yeah, like giving you know. people <laughs> an actual uh, description of what we're doing. Yeah, we're just tasters. We're not like we don't actually know what goes into making beer. We're just here for the ride. Yeah, yeah but I mean, like every episode, we we look up some shit. But yeah, the basics. But like, I, it really doesn't mean much to me more than information. Right. But now we have a, a knowledge, an in-depth knowledge of of what goes into Pat crafting. Pat might have to make repeat, repeat. Uh, we'll uh, have him back appearances. anytime. I was going to say repeat. Anytime, on request. On with on with his dogs. On retainer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, got <laughs> we got him on retainer. Uh, but yeah, maybe we can just do what are we drinking tournaments of ball birds every year or whatever. and <laughs> Or we could just have a ball birds. That should be our holiday special. The ball birds holiday special? Yeah, Christmas and... Summer solstice. <laughs> Fourth of July. Or, you know, yeah. we should include the pagans. Okay. Yeah. We're all inclusive here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Some other shit <laughs> later on. We'll just have Pat show up. Yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm down. Well, this was and is the What, what Are We are Drinking we tournament. Drinking? So that means that we kicked, out, we kicked Pat out because we want to rate these beers. Yeah. Before he left, he did tell me to be honest. Yes. So we're going to be honest. We're going to be honest. And w what's nice is that, uh, again, it would be amazing to have him, like if you could just go to like, and we're going to go to Pat yeah, over over, at, over uh, in the booth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Great. And like every time we do a what are we drinking, you can have it. But we don't really need to talk about what we, you know, he talked about the whole flavor profile. Every, so oh, it's, yeah. It's yeah. really well, just. We're going to give you names, personal ratings, opinion. and our opinion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, th yeah. Th this is based on nothing other than just. Personal Your mouth, your soul feel. Your mouth feel. Soul feel. Your, your touch feel. 
Touch feel was important. I got a touch feel on every one of these. In the you flight. did. Lee was just sticking his fingers. I'm full in of beer, beer right now. There's yeah. beer all over me. And he was like wiping it on my yeah. pants. Fuck your I don't know why. Documents but, in uh, your pants. Uh, you know. Yeah. So, do you? Uh, I mean, just go down the line. Champ. Champ. All right. How many beta fish did you give Champ? I gave Champ two beta fish. Two beta fish. Yeah. Why did you give Champ two beta fish? It's not really my kind of go-to beer. Cool. So right there, you you're just not full beta fish. Standard. I knew that was not on your. Yeah, it's uh, a. It's more of like a. I feel like preference. it's what I get if I go to like my uncle's house and go in the. Hey, you got beer? You go in the fridge. Sure. And it's kind of like that classic, always in the fridge pilsner, very American. Not well, bad. Well, people but just not my cup of tea. Go-to cup of tea. Yeah. So a cup of cup of Lee. A cup of Lee. Hot cup of Lee. Everyone needs yeah, a cup of English, Lee. English breakfast Lee. Yeah, my wife might not be so happy about that. A cup of Lee? Of everyone getting a cup of Lee. Oh, <laughs> well, there's only so much to yeah, go Yeah, there's only so much. Yeah. Um, so I hear that. And and when I'm bartending here, a lot of times you'll get people who walk in who their friend brought them, <laughs> you know, and they're like, I like Miller and yeah. I like this. So, so honestly, a lot of times they'll be like, hey, check this out. That's and exactly what I would recommend. If it's this a good, uh, you know, it's just, it's a beer. Array. It's yeah. a Pilsner. It's thin. And we were drinking the color trails before that, which we both love. Yes. So it's tough to break that. And that's why I brought that up in the, the segment, yeah. right? But I, you know, I was thinking for what it is, that kind of thing, yeah. you know, I factored in like, okay, this is not, the Pilsner is not going to be able to match the flavor profile yeah. Of most other beers, That's right? Fair. It's That's meant fair. to be thin. And he said the word he used, which I liked, was refreshing. Okay. It did kind of just it's kinda like my Bud Light question. I, I I could drink a bunch of those. Yeah. And feel totally fine and refreshed. So uh, long story short, I give it a three. Give it a All three. Right. A three. Okay. I think for what it is, it's a solid beer. So an average of two point five. Two point five. All right, champion style, which you would think if something was called champion style, it would win. But uh, yeah, but most of the time, those who boast. Also, we normally factor in can. I can. I, I was thinking that, and I wish we would have asked the explanation of champ, but I'm sure it couldn't have been as good. Like I think we should factor in name, yeah, origin, yeah, because yeah. he had some the car- the karate explosion. Yeah, it's it, an amazing background. It is a good backstory. Right. I do appreciate our sour, his sour backstories, though. Oh, I like, know. I like you those. were all over because he are, started I, talking I, about. Like, I officially adopted that immediately. <laughs> no, as soon as he was like, "Well, there's a group of people," and Lee's like, "Yes, yes, 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 in, profile." Yeah, and he's like, "That will bother you." Yeah, in yep. all in, mm-hmm. yes. I well, because you. you know what it is, everybody bothers me. Right. So to be able to classify them into different, it's just organizing really my how, annoyance. I, I don't know how this has worked out because I find myself to be told that I'm obnoxious a lot. So, you know. Yeah, but I, it's it's the fact that you. I don't know talk it. too close to you. No, you're not. You're not a close talker. You're not an ear hustler. I'm a time burglar. You're not really a time burglar. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. We'll have to defer to Pat. <laughs> we'll have yeah. to Pat come up with. What a name. am I? What yeah. beer am I? What social genre are you? Um. So karate explosion. I gave that a four Me too. Yeah. 
That's just my solid. wheelhouse. That's solid. Just, yeah. No, and we're being like, like maybe Karate Explosion compared to other, like, let's say we didn't have color trails. Okay. <sighs> Excuse me. And last season, I think Karate Explosion probably would have been a 4.5. Yeah, easily. But and I mean, hey, Karate, I almost want to give it a 0.5 for the name. For the name. But. Like we said, this this season's serious. We're taking it serious. And, yeah. and Pat wanted honesty. Pat so did request honesty. This and, is what and he's honestly, getting. And honestly, 4.0 is a it's fucking a great, great fucking number. number. This, yeah. this is a great beer. Yeah. Totally. Um, I've brought this home since he's had it, and uh, it's crushable. It's 7.4%, but it's crushable, which is dangerous, but yeah, satisfying. Awesome. At the same time. Uh, the Hustle. The hustle. You're we're hustler. I I feel bad because I know we're both gonna rate this lower because we just don't like but sours. It, yeah, but if you like sours, come try it. I'm not telling you to not try it because of my rating. Yeah. So if here's here's what I'm gonna say. If we were only judging sours, I think this would be a super fucking high sour. Okay. Right. Yeah. Compared I, I to other that. sours you've had. It was good, yeah. The unicorn farts, maybe, but that had like glitter that in the gl- thing. Yeah, that was special. That's oh. that was very special. But but on its own, like compared to the flight board, or whatever, I, I was a two and a half. Yeah, I gave it a one. I gave it a one. Now, yeah. now just because there's no universe where I would drink it, like there's just no place where I would be like, and it's personally me, I don't like sour, so there's no, no way I would be like. Yeah, let me try it. And that. that's fair because that's the kind of beer that you like. Yeah. But is there a part of you that can, uh, I don't know, when he was telling me that he used the plum and apricot, I felt like I can taste a little bit. I can I can taste it. I can try to appreciate it. I, don't, yeah. I totally can do that. It's really just like from my tongue to my stomach, sours turn me. Like they, like my stomach now was like, Turned because of the sours, and it may be just a personal thing. Like, Soured, yeah. It just may be like whatever. Well, I we can didn't tolerate. eat dinner. I haven't eaten all day, to be honest. With you. <laughs> that was that was a mistake. Yeah, you so. knew you were coming to a brewery and time to gets drink away a lot of beer. You. Yeah, time gets. And away. when we could have ordered food, we like rolled a joint. That's eating. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's nourishment. <laughs> Which vitamins? All right, so we'll 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 get some Wawa. Yeah, we'll get something on the way back. Some we'll mac roll and some up and figure yeah. it out. Anyway, <laughs> uh, okay, ear hustler. So you get one. You said I gave it a one. So I know you don't like to do this, but the math says one point seven five. That's what. Yeah. Okay. Between the, between the two. Yeah. The two of us. All right. I have a friend who. No, you uh, don't. <laughs> I don't. But if I did. He is. You a sound guy. like a one-upper right now. <laughs> if, if I had a friend, his name we'd call him by his last name, which would sound like Gallagher, and he only wants sours. He's that kind of person. So and I don't him. get it. I don't get it. That's cool. It's very cool, but it's not. Like I also don't drink white wine. Your so, I mean, and they're. <sighs> but the word sour is meant to, like it's like it curdles your tongue that way you some know people I mean? are looking for that right right no he he uh, like he would go ape shit over this yeah maybe we should bring him some i could but as much as so i gave it a 2.5 but honestly i wasn't just like blowing pat i was well i was never blowing pat but what i'm saying okay. is that like <laughs> i wasn't like gassing him up that's the word i was 
trying to use. No, I, uh, I, I like I in a four ounce pour, and I like what he said the way he organized it to come off of an IPA like a big. Yeah, oh, uh, I agree. Fruity Definitely IPA. Like a, a then have the to sour. The power, it, yeah, I was able to have that four yeah. ounces and really enjoy it. And then uh, when we had the IPA after that, that might be my favorite cosmic candle I've ever had coming off of the sour. Because I've had that beer and I've not been into it. Okay. And really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what, the cosmic? What, the cos- what did you give cosmic? I gave cosmic a three. A three. I also gave it a three. Yeah. But it's it's good. It's m- way more. It's fuller than it's like almost a little too the karate. thick. Yes. Yeah. It's not as drinkable. Like karate the karate I can drink. Way more drink. I can definitely drink a few of those. No, the so the candle I like. And again, like when when we're talking about a flight, I can totally appreciate the flavor profile, the breakdown of what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um I've taken home a four pack of you know pint four four sixteen ounce cans mm-hmm. of cosmic and like honestly by the middle of the second one it's too much yeah whether it's I hops or or just it's the like that mouth feel he was talking about like sometimes my mouth just get dried the fuck yeah. out um, color trails doesn't do that to me no not at all and neither does karate um, and that's probably why I did karate of four and candle of three candle tastes good when you exactly. take that first sip. Uh, we're we're on the same beer. like IPA wise. I think we're pretty much on the same page with things. Yeah. But so, well, I, and I try to explain to Corinne um, when I talk about IPAs. When you first have a cup of coffee, it's terrible, you right? Hate it. Yeah. But you have to like kind of work out the bitterness. You build a tolerance, and I feel like IPAs are the same way. And it's appreciation. It's same whiskey, right? So well, bourbon things IPAs, like that. Yeah. Like, and you've drank enough that you've worked out like the bitterness or the dryness of the hops, and now you're just tasting the flavor profile. Yeah. And I think Pat was trying to say that one of the reasons he loves IPAs is that there's just so much you can put in it. There's so much you can do with it. Yeah. And why well, would you IPA not is want like a beautiful curtain that you can open up to almost anything. Right. And like, why would you yeah. not want this like full flavored, whether it's fruity or whatever, like you can just throw everything in an IPA. Yeah. Whereas the champion style, the Pilsner, it's you can't really Yeah, it's much thinner, fit it's all much that watery, yeah. more watery. Yeah. It's the ingredients standing on their own, I guess. Yeah. So my I feel like an expert now, just being just sitting at a fold-out table with that. Intelligence by osmosis. <laughs> we're gonna take some pictures of where we actually did this. Uh, yeah, we're. I got okay. <laughs> crowlers to my front, kegs to my right, pallets to your left, milk stout uh, yeah, barrels. Milk stout barrels. To the, yeah, I know. I've been staring at those. <laughs> They're like it's real tempting to like want to just like take a hammer and. Slam into the or just ask him like, are the is there milk stout in there? Is there? I feel like there is. It says milk stout all over. That's what I would think. (laughs) (sighs) All right, all right, beta fish. Right, I think we're uh, closing up shop. Yeah, unless you got. uh, I got no house. Pat was amazing. Yeah, it was great to have a fucking guest here. Really cool. he, he Maybe we'll do it again. Well, he we'll also do. was involved more than you know. Yeah, just the he's beers like and shit. He was like member. He's of like a whole person. Yeah. yeah, he's a whole he's person. Nice. Um, so we're gonna try to get more, more beta fish in here like that. Um, so yeah, stay tuned. We're on location 
Yeah, we're, we're with people. We're officially mobile, so look out. Yeah. Coming to a, yeah. a dive bar near you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Sweet. Have a good one, people.